And along with talking about last night's State of the State Address, we've got some other issues that matter and affect all of us, including this conversation with Dr. Kevin Ward, a professor of emergency medicine and biomedical engineering at Michigan Medicine and executive director of the Max Harry Weil Institute for Critical Care Research and Innovation. And we're talking about how the specialty in ICU might move forward in the next 10 to 20 years. Uh, it's the future of critical care medicines, what we're talking about, uh, sometimes called intensive care medicine. It's existed for less than 40 years, but the changes this field has seen over that time span have been immense. And of course, during the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen how vital critical care is and will be in the future. Given all these rapid changes, we're seeing in healthcare, it's likely that critical care medicine is the future. It will bear little resemblance to what we know today as intensive care, critical care. We talk about the critical care as a specialty, but not everyone knows exactly what that means. Uh, Dr. Kevin Ward, good morning. Welcome to the Paul W. Smith Show. And can you define that for us? Hi, good morning, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, you know, if I ask... Uh, you know, your audience, what cancer care is, uh, everyone pretty much has a great idea about cancer care. They may have had a family member who's had cancer. Uh, they've seen commercials on cancer. They've been asked to donate to cancer uh, causes. We have a lot of great cancer centers in the area. But when you ask people what critical care is, uh, they're a little less clear. And critical care is really one of those multidisciplinary specialties where we're charged with intervening uh, within minutes to hours to days to save someone who's severely ill or injured. So examples of those illnesses and injuries may be overwhelming infections like uh, pneumonia and sepsis, could be a stroke, a heart attack, a uh, bad car accident, for example, uh, premature birth, uh, uh, for example, uh, where the team sort of comes together and again, applies uh, all their skills as a team uh, to get you through this, to restore you back to that state uh, before you became uh, severely ill or injured. Uh, but a lot of challenges involved uh, there because uh, critical care doesn't always take place uh, at one location. It can begin uh, in the field uh, by the paramedics, continue in the emergency department, transfer there to the operating room, uh, then to the ICUs uh, and beyond. So uh, it's really uh, sort of a great team sport, but as you pointed out, uh, we've only been a specialty uh, for about 40 years, which is pretty young uh, when you consider the house of medicine. Uh, another just fact is that uh, critical care accounts for about 40% of all hospital costs. And uh, the COVID pandemic has really sort of called attention uh, to the importance of critical care. It certainly has. Uh, and it's been in critical uh, positions sometimes and uh, people in in beds, in hallways and everywhere else. We've, we have pushed our medical community to the wall and then some. And I salute all of you uh, behind the scenes and really in the forefront in the critical care areas for the job that you've been able to do. I hope you're seeing uh, uh, the let up that we keep talking about. Is there is there a sign of that, Doc? Uh, well, you know, we, we've gone through these ebbs and flows and waves. I think we're on the, the downward trend uh, for the current uh, COVID surge. But, you know, we've been there before. and We've seen seen that. So, 
you know, only time will tell. The challenge for us is that, you know, while COVID, um, you know, continues to challenge us, we still have to take care of our regular clientele who become critically ill and injured. Uh, so, you know, part of um, uh, one of the big challenges was as people put off health care because we were, you know, being quarantining and trying to be very careful about exposures, uh, some of those disease states got worse. Uh, but, you know, we're still having to take care of many critically ill and injured patients who don't have COVID. Uh, and when you combine that with our uh, patients who are critically ill with COVID, it really does stress the system. And that really, you know, calls out why we need such innovation and sort of refocus on the field. Let's get back to that. The, what, what, where do uh, transformative changes, innovation in critical care come from? Yeah, well, they, they come from uh, need, uh, basically. So uh, I've been practicing critical illness uh, or critical care and emergency care for about 30 years, and I wish we had more uh, transformative technologies to come from. I mean, the things we talked about, traumatic brain injury, stroke, car accidents, uh, sepsis, uh, acute lung injury, these things really require almost science fiction solutions uh, to, to bring about things that are really, really transformative. So, uh, our center is named after Max, uh, Weil and Dr. Weil was a real innovator in the field. Uh, in the late fifties, he actually, uh, came up with an aha moment and said, you know, we need to group critically injured and ill patients together in one place so that we can closely monitor him. He was actually a university of Michigan graduate, uh, an engineer. And one of the first to say, hey, I need help with this. And he got together teams, uh, which included people outside the field of medicine, like in the discipline of engineering, uh, to come together and create things like the modern day ICU. He invented what we now call the bedside crash cart, uh, computerized vital signs, uh, recognize the significance of certain blood biomarkers for monitoring people who were severely ill and injured. So what we've done is sort of adopt his uh, approach at Michigan where we're bringing uh, people outside the immediate field of medicine, uh, many of the disciplines in engineering, data scientists, even entrepreneurs to get new eyes on these problems and challenges uh, so that when we come up with an aha moment, uh, we can actually move this forward uh, to get uh, to industry partners, for example, to transition these things so that the idea just doesn't stay an idea. It becomes a common struggle uh, with a team that can bring about solutions. We've actually developed one of the first ICUs in the country uh, at Michigan Medicine that's actually housed in the Department of Emergency Medicine. So a lot of this is about providing the right care to the right patient at the right time. We have like 30 seconds left, Doctor. Should we be optimistic about where the field of critical care medicine is headed? I think we should. Uh, my hope is that the public and uh, we don't forget what uh, the attention that COVID has uh, brought to the importance of, of the intensive care unit and critical care in general, because the patients who die of COVID have died for things that we've struggled with for decades, uh, acute lung injury, uh, we call it acute respiratory distress syndrome and sepsis. So we hope under the Weill Institute is to really bring together uh, these teams get new eyes on problems uh, and work with their industry partners to, again, turn those aha moments 
into transformative technologies. And I do encourage people to visit our website. We've got great examples of uh, new give that, monitors. Give that website before we run out Absolutely. of time. Absolutely. Uh, well, it's going to be, you, you'll uh, have to Google Wild, W-E-I-L, uh, at the University of Michigan. Excellent. Dr. Uh, Kevin Ward, we're, we're out of time. Thanks for being with us.